Welcome to Inside Abode, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dave Jones. Thank you for listening. We are live from Green Lake today. This has been a, it's a really beautiful day, and we have a special guest today for Abode Life. Um, this person is a fashionista, Aww. a Jay Dilla fan, <laughs> Yay. and you may know her as one of the host anchors on Fox 13 Morning News Show, Good Day Seattle. Yeah. Welcome, Liz DeWicky. It's How you so good to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Look cool. at us doing podcasts in nature. <laughs> I know, it's a trip. Um, <laughs> so like, for anyone that listens to this podcast, like basically I just pull up with a laptop and they, they're like probably expecting this big production. I was expecting and people yeah. and lights and camera. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nah. I don't know. I think, I yeah, it was very intense. Yeah, no, nah, I wrote pretty, pretty light. That's kind of the point of it. And so um, I can pull up anywhere and drop a podcast. Uh, so <laughs> first and foremost, like tell us about your journey as an anchor, because that's what, how most people probably know you yeah. as. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing TV news since 2007. Um, I started in Yuma, Arizona. Oh, wow. Which is if you, I'm sure no one has a map on that. Yeah. But it's it's about let's. OK. So it's about three hours from Phoenix. Okay. Three hours or three hours from San Diego and about five minutes from California and Mexico. OK. So we're right in the very mm, southwest corner of the state. Okay. Shout out but to Yuma. Shout out to Yuma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it started in Yuma. At, did you go to school to be in a news anchor? Like I wanted to write. Or broadcast? Oh, okay. Yeah. So the whole TV news thing sort of fell in my lap because I was a bartender in college. And one night when I was bartending, I had a really bad night and decided I need to use my degree and get a job <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so it yeah point. it kind of fell into my lap and i just started applying everywhere this was bad this is how i'm gonna date myself but when you apply for a tv job you have to send them your work which is like television work okay so i had to send vhs tapes of my work to every station and i remember being at my parents house and having 50 vhs oh, wow. tapes on the floor with matching cover letters and that's how old I am. Damn, that's a trip. <laughs> but you really had to send them out like that. Yeah. Like, through the snail mail, too. Right. And you couldn't send Damn. DVDs and you couldn't send links because at the time, they it, you just didn't know if a news director could... Right. They didn't even have the technology to deal with all yes. that, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> you said I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm a no, dinosaur. No, not really, though. You're not really a dinosaur. Um, I went to Flint, Michigan after that, which okay. I'm originally from Michigan, so that was nice to go home for a little bit. Okay. Um, Oklahoma City for a while, a couple years there. And then I've been in Seattle since 2013. Okay. I was at another station for a year. Uh-huh. And then I ended up at Q13. At the time, it was Q13. And the rest is history. Dope. dope. I, sl- I, like, I just love it. I yeah. just love I love where I work and I mean, it's I, you, it probably sounds like a trip or a, like I'm fake, but it just... I love our team. I love our show. Things are really good right now. Yeah, no, that's good because I think pe- that's what it, people want to hear. They want to hear the real. Like, is are you really having that much fun? Yeah. Like, are you really? When I meet people, it? they're like, "Are you, do you really like Bill and Brian that much?" And I'm going, <laughs> "Yes, I do." Like everything is, our vibe, the the vibes right now are so good, that's and I, I hope when people watch, they they feel that because we're just having a blast. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. I mean, I think that. It does come across if you are having fun at your job or whatever. So, like, for example, you Inside a Boat. You can feel it, yeah. Like, we have a series of vlog series, and that's why I wanted to kind of create it is because it's just, like, I want people to see people in their natural light. Yeah. Like, 
while doing the work and i think that's important to see that people are having a good time by the way i love the content you put together because it does come across that way it's very authentic and it is it's it's nice to see people i mean we get so caught up in trying to be professional and look (laughs) professional and act a certain way but sometimes you just especially after like what we've been through with a pandemic you just want to see people be human beings humans yeah yeah exactly and we kind of were doing i mean that's what was a trip about pandemic because all of a sudden you had CEOs doing Zoom calls from like their, <laughs> their exactly <bedroom>. exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, my true. favorite was the Zoom fails that came out mm-hmm. and you'd yeah, see like yeah, naked, yeah. you know, someone's <laughs> naked baby running across the room like waving their diaper yep. in the air and it was yep. just it was such a wild yep. experience. But no, it's a trip. Um, so that so you're a theater kid too, though. I'm a theater kid. Yeah, so that's because that's where all the uh, and. The antics, the oh. antics, whatever <laughs> you want. That's where the antics come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I've always loved theater. I majored in theater for a minute in college, um, because I think growing up, I thought I was going to be a theater kid on uh-huh. Broadway. But then, um, you know what I realized is that I'm not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I. I which I think is fine. I think it's yeah. good to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. And once I got to college and I saw how good, like, good people yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I realized that was not my future. Yeah. I just wasn't very good at yeah. it. And I don't think I was passionate about it, but that's, you know, yeah, theater is great for hamming it up and kind of bringing it out of you because I mm-hmm. was a kind of a shy kid growing up. Well, it is, it is, it is a talent. I mean, it is yeah. something to... It, it is something that you can draw on, especially in the career that you're in right now. Yeah. I mean, I think it works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of, it's just having some of that background and having just the the flair, if you will, right. for theatrics right. or the, the understanding theater. of yeah. it. And there's a little, I mean, in, there's a little bit of improv involved yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. because exactly. you don't know what someone's going to throw at you. Yeah. And yeah. so all of that stuff really helps yeah. for sure. No, I think it definitely helps. Like, cause I, cause there's a, I think adding in that element is what, may differentiate you from another news anchor or something exactly. like that no matter what what field you're in so i think so that true that's, you know that's a that's a value add do you need um, to do that in in real estate is there an essence of theater in real estate i mean it look depi- at me turning the tables on yeah, you and yeah, asking yeah. you the question yeah, no. <laughs> I, that's we talked about that before like just how you interview so many people but it's yeah, easy to ask the questions yeah, yeah because i've yeah I, I had that the other time like i just had a podcast <laughs> that came out and um he was interviewing me. I was like, damn, I haven't been in this seat for a minute. It's like, hard. I'm always interviewing other people. So, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, to answer your question, in real estate, I think it it uh, it, it can be useful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Theater can be useful. Like, if you're, if you're someone that likes to be in front of the camera, I think yeah. it works for you because then you're able to put out content, yeah. which is in this world with everyone with their cell phones. Like, if you can be in front of people all the time right. with your content, people who like to be in front of the camera are going to succeed at making content. Now, there's a, also doing the actual job. You got to be good at like selling exactly. houses and doing all that kind of stuff. Because I see a lot of people in my <coughs> business who leave this business and go into real estate and they're well known and yeah. they have content mm-hmm. and it seems like they're thriving. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing, you know? So, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're in front of people, like it definitely helps for yeah. sure. So being in front of the camera, liking to, like I don't like being in front of the camera are despite you serious? what people may think. Yeah, I don't want to be in front of the camera. You do such a good job. I want to be behind job. the camera. Like, yeah, I want to be behind the camera. Like I like sh- I like shedding light on other people. That's just what I like to do. Yeah. So anyway, but I, I'm okay with it. Like I can be in. Fr- I've, I'm a learned extrovert. If you yeah. Will. So, yeah. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I wouldn't think. Well, 
I get that, but I wouldn't think that because you're you're really good in front of the camera. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't watch you anything. and Anne. Yeah, no. we've she, had Anne on plenty yeah, of she, times. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's she was the one that was like in front more, and I was like doing all the video work. And she's such a natural. She is a natural. So then, like, when I would I would shoot her and Marguerite, her other friend, mm-hmm. um, and my friend Gabe would come shoot or whatever. So then I was I was just around it, and I was always doing camera work and stuff. But then, like, as we opened the business, I realized. I might as well. I got to be in front of it at some point. Yeah. It really turned up when the pandemic came around. I got a new camera and I couldn't use it on anything because there's no events. So then I was like, well, looks like I'm just going to do a vlog. So then I started doing this. Exactly. Now I just, I don't know. I don't even watch any of my content. I don't listen to the, like, so I I shouldn't tell this to people. I shouldn't listen to, I don't even listen to the podcast. Like, I won't listen to this podcast. I'll edit it and I'll put it out in the world and then I won't listen. I don't think that's crazy. I don't watch myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need to because I think that's partially how you get better. And I have, I have ways that I think everyone needs to get better. But it is very intimidating to watch or listen to yourself. It is torture. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you, like, so for everyone listening, I'm glad that they can hear it, like, that even you do the same I thing. I hate it. So that's, that's I hate the way I look. I hate the way I sound. <laughs> that's it, good it, it, if you want to torture me, m- s- like sit me down, tie me to a chair, and make me watch myself on TV, I will that's die. Funny. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's uh, that's good to know because I think that's every that's most that's people, everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have gotten. You know, it's a real trip. Is editing yourself. So like doing the vlog, oh. I had to edit myself. So I'm sitting there watching myself and editing. over and over yeah, and over it, it was, again. It was a trip. So yeah. it was a really like a deep dive within myself on yeah. how the world sees me, but I also had editing um, control over how they saw me, but I also didn't want to make it yeah. weird. You know what I mean? I just, so I don't know. It's weird. It's good it's though that trip. you're doing the front of the camera and behind the camera too, because there's merit in both. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, even, even as we come up in TV, we have to edit our stuff and yeah. produce the yeah. shows. And I mean, back then we were rewinding <laughs> tapes again. Yeah. I'm a thousand <laughs> years old. <laughs> Um, but I think there's, I think it's good to know how to do all of that. Yeah. No. So, so yeah, it's especially nowadays. Yeah. And, and just seeing Anne and do her doing that thing and then just being on stages and stuff like that. Whereas really I was teaching before this. And yeah. so it was just kind of like, I was always in front of people talking yeah. and, you know, trying to, but these, except the, <laughs> the kids were people who may not wanted to hear what I was saying. <laughs> so I had to figure out entertaining ways to get them engaged. So that's, a, I don't anyway. know how teachers do it. Honestly, it's tough. It's that's, a tough gig. That's tough gig. My it's dad did that gig. for 33 years and I don't know how they, I, I mean, you're right because maybe half the kids don't want to hear it and the other half right. do. And how, how do you get everyone engaged? Yep. Shout so out to teachers. Get, yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> so what's, what's a part of your job that people that's tough that people wouldn't no, or that would surprise people that's tough about your job that's tough about oh wow um i i think what's tough um i think i think people th- I, I think people think we just roll up and walk on tv mm-hmm. and there's a lot of prep yeah so there's a lot of making sure you know the stories and Um, You know, I'm waking up every day at 2 a.m., but I'm going to come in at 2 a.m. and I have to know everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel like a jack of all trades, master of none, because you need to just know a a little bit about everything. Um, You know, a a Supreme Court decision comes down and then all of a sudden I'm sitting here reading a 300 page Supreme Court document. Right. And it's not hard, but I think it's I think it's all the background stuff that you constantly have to be doing. Mm Um. Because the last thing you, preparation is everything. I yep. think in every job. Yep. 
uh, you can't just roll up and you know not know the you know Shinzo Abe and uh, right. just little little things like you know how to pronounce Mukultio or whatever right. <laughs> uh, yeah. and all I think all of that stuff comes with time I also think another hard thing is is making mistakes because mm-hmm. you're not just making a mistake in front of five coworkers. you're right. making a mistake in front of a lot of people and sometimes that just feels really crappy yeah yeah you know you try so hard and then you <laughs> go on camera and you still screw up and yeah i'm getting grass all over your computer <laughs> okay. i'm so sorry it's fine um that no that's that's good to know because like even well the first the first thing i heard was like 2 a.m like damn that's a that's a crazy schedule it's like, crazy yeah it's that's crazy a, that's an interesting schedule but i mean i think it's a good it's different but yeah. it is what it is it is what it is um, yeah i mean it's definitely but th- that's the other thing i mean waking up early stinks however every job has something that isn't right. ideal and right. you just make the best of it and i mean i'm really lucky to do what i do no, yeah, so no, yeah. i feel the same way about what i'm doing you know yeah. i just feel like you wake up and as long as you're grateful for what yeah. it is that you do i mean then you're good um so when you talk about like prepping I consider that content creation. And so like in our, in our field, we have, you know, our agents, we're always talking about content creation. I'm always thinking about content creation, yeah. which is why I thought that that was the tie here. Like most people, be like, this is a random podcast, but right. really <laughs> there's, there's two things that I was it's thinking. It's a little random, <laughs> yeah, but, but we're still going to have a good time. Yeah. But like, but at the same time, it's like content creation to me. Like I, I watch you guys create content every day, or I know yeah. that you create content every day. Um, so, when people think of you being in the news, but you're like, what t- do you have any tips for people as you're doing that? Like, is it, and the content you create is different than what we create. Like we're thinking in terms of social media, whereas you're thinking in terms of like traditional news TV, yeah. a little what, bit, what it's, tips do you have for people? Or is there like any catches to like creating that content? Is it hard? Is mm, it easy? Like tell me about creating content. It, it just, you're right. You're right. Because we are every, on a daily basis, we're trying to fill, a five-hour morning show yeah like that's a long time it's a lot it's a lot of content and so uh, i think that's where the team really comes in handy Mm -hmm. um we just have you really you i'm so thankful that we have such a great team of people and we're constantly bouncing ideas off of each other that's super important but then you're right on top of it we don't live in a one-screen society anymore at any given point we're watching tv and at the same time i mean how many of us watch tv and sit on our phones and scroll on twitter or instagram at the same time so now we're thinking about the small screen and the big screen and sort of like a front channel back channel there's all types of conversations going on um so that has complicated it a little bit um, you want to know? I I, I don't want to. No, did, I did I, cut you off. No, you should. You, you want to know what got me <laughs> thinking about that was that one of the first connections was when you guys did. Uh, you interviewed Anne. Yeah. And back when we first opened up. Yeah. And so that was actually the like I blindly followed. I was like, oh, she, and I was like, oh yeah, she's cool. And then I just like blindly followed, and that was that. You yeah. know, like, but I didn't really know who you were or nothing like that. But what I saw was I was watching the lot. I was watching the newscast. And then you guys had a live and then like you guys went Facebook live, like right, literally we right. W- it was watching you like go off the air yeah. and then it just slid over into live Facebook live, which I thought was really fascinating. I thought that that was a good idea. Yeah. And Our so, digital people are so good at yeah, that. Yeah. When I was watching, I was like, oh, that's, that's a good idea. Like, yeah. that's cool. So, um, I feel like you guys are, you're always trying to figure out ways to do that. Is that something that is different about Fox News? You know, yeah. Like yeah. 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 There? Yeah. And, um, it's funny you say that because. I do feel like, I mean, just think about the past 30 to 40 years. I mean, my 
when my parents would turn on the news, they would go to the TV and turn yeah. on the news. Yeah. So now I think news is in an interesting place that, um, and I don't think we should look, I don't think news people should look at it as a problem, but as an opportunity where we can find people where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of someone seeking out the news on a television, we can go to them on Facebook Live yeah. or on Instagram or yeah. on Twitter. or So we have a really unique opportunity, especially local, mm -hmm. because, um, I mean, people have a lot of different thoughts about cable news and whatever, but local has such an awesome opportunity to be in communities and yep. be where national news can't be right. and provide those resources and tell the stories. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of that right now. It's like, how can we go to viewers and find them right. and be with them instead of them having to try and find us? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I noticed that. Um, and yeah, I'll be honest. Like I don't watch the news. Like I don't, yeah. I honestly don't. So that's why it's a true, that's why it's right. funny that, Cause like all, all but I'm sure you still know what's going on. Yeah. I'm a Twitter of, guy. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter, but, um, so yeah, it's just fascinating how, how things change and how the news, I don't know, even since you've got in, it's changed. And it's funny how you say Twitter. I mean, ev our, our journalists and reporters are constantly on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so many stories get broken that way yeah. nowadays. Yeah. And it's just another channel another way that we can feed info to people and, and, yeah. and try and do our best to help out the community. Yeah. That content creation piece is just fascinating. I think one thing that I heard you say was that, that interests me, or I think that for our people, you know, especially like are trying to create content, I, I guess it's the, it's different for news because you guys are, you're, you're dealing with like world events and news and stuff. And sure. we're just trying to figure out how to create content to, um, you know, connect with our people or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that five hour thing is just, that's a lot to fill. Do you have any part in like creating all those? Like, yeah. And, and it's interesting actually now that you say that, yes, we, ha yes, we are a news station and yes, we want to bring news to people and that's local news and that's national news. And however, a lot of that is content creation and it's and it's finding those avenues to tell local stories okay and you know like when we went to a boat and we yeah, talked yeah, to yeah. Anne and yeah. you know we talk about local real estate so I think in this I think in the same vein the content creation is the same mm -hmm. and we also have an opportunity because our show is so long where we have time to yeah. step away from the constant national and local news stories that are rolling in and we have time to step away and say look at so here's something else in the community that right. you might really be interested in seeing yeah. or knowing no that's and i think that as as i'm listening that 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 might be something that some might take away and say like, oh i need to we we talk about community content all the time but yeah. like just on how you go about doing that it's right. it's diff i mean after you the hardest part i think brain. is using that is that term try mm-hmm because of course we all want to try and we want to do good and or we want to do well. We want to put out quality content. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like there's a fine line between trying so hard that it's forced and it doesn't feel authentic yeah. and trying to do quality content that feels real. Yeah. I think that's still my problem that I grapple with constantly because sometimes it just flows. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. other times I f it's so it's so feast or famine yeah. and then I have nothing and I get frustrated and I hate myself for are it. <laughs> are you talking about content on your own channels or content on all of it all, all the above yeah okay i mean even when it comes to pitching a story or i don't know some sometimes it just flows like a river yeah, and then yeah. other times so that that to me is one of the hardest things i think about content creation it's it's how do you keep it steady and constantly yeah. coming yeah 
and quality. Mm-hmm. Quality. Because easy. when it feels forced, I delete so many things and never <laughs> yeah. post them because yeah. it just feels so forced, and no one wants that. I delete hella tweets a day, so I'm like, I'm on Twitter more <laughs> than I'm on Instagram, but like, I delete tweets probably at least five to ten a day. For I sure. also do. Yeah. I will type things constantly, and they my drafts folder. <laughs> yeah, the drafts is on on it's fire. <laughs> the drafts <laughs> is popping. Filled. Yeah. Um, that makes me better. Uh, that makes me feel better hearing. Oh that. man, I delete so much. Right. Um, not not delete. I don't. Po- I don't even post them. I'm saying like I just like start typing. I'm like that's ah. probably not a good. Or like why am I butting into this conversation? Like what? A, like I'm coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like that's another thing. I think editing yourself is a very important quality mm-hmm. that people need to have. And I think we're learning that as the internet age continues. Mm-hmm. But you just said it where you're like, uh, maybe this would be better off if I didn't post this. Well, I go through a lot of that where I'm like, I need to butt out of this. Yeah. And a lot of times I don't want to just spend the time though, too. Exactly. Like, it's like now I know if I do something, I know I'm going to be going back and forth for a minute. And time is the only that. thing we'll never get back in this world. Right. We can get back money. We right. can get back friends. Right. <laughs> we can get whatever, but we'll never get back to, you're so right. Yeah. Do you want to invest the time and whatever is about to go down on social media (laughs) (laughs) chances are no um all right flipping the switch so you have an eclectic taste in music and this is this is how uh, like the interest this is how we kind of clicked yeah because the dilla thing um and so and for people that don't people that don't understand like dilla is almost like a religion like yes he he changed for me he changed hip-hop in the way that i heard hip-hop and like with the breaks and the loops and drums and whatever samples and I'm all that kind of stuff and so like as you talk about it yeah like <laughs> slum village like he oh. it was just a j88 like there was just a time and he actually did uh work with like q-tip on the tribe called quest albums and like he was behind the scenes of a lot of movements so many so, so many songs that you had no idea right, he had anything right. to do with and you're going through the catalog and you're going oh my gosh i had no idea he did yeah. that i feel like i'm still learning so how did you so what's the bridge between because Obviously, most people will, may see you as a, you know, blonde, white woman news anchor <laughs> yeah. that is tapped in with, like, Dilla and that whole, like, era of hip-hop. Yeah. So, like, how did that connection form? Um, I'm Well, I'm from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like maybe that's... Because I, f- I think Dilla was just more popular over there because he's from... He's, f- he's from Detroit. Yeah. Um, my brother was a huge hip hop head growing up and he would sit me down and like force me to listen to things. He'd be <laughs> like, like De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising was yeah. my favorite album when I was five years old. Yeah. Like that yeah. little cassette tape changed mm-hmm. my life. And I actually just got it on vinyl a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I found nice. it on eBay. Nice. Oh my, and listening to it again, like maybe it's so such epic. a great album. That's um, a classic. It, it's a classic, but I, I definitely... I definitely think it was him um, because he just got me, you know, and he would, he got me into Tribe Called Quest. And this, this was when I was five, six years old. Right. This was like the first music I was listening to. Um, and so I think it just, I think it was just a curiosity because mm-hmm. once you hear something that hits you, like the way a Tribe Called Quest did or Slum Village, yeah. you crave more. Yeah. Yeah. Like the root like listening to the roots things fall apart mm-hmm. that was like 97 98 that like changed my life yeah. or like common common had an album out at that same time yeah like uh like water for chocolate yes. was, was a good one that was when he switched over to like the soul and like did all that i need a music podcast yes you do 
I'll, I, I'll come I'm, on that I'm one. I'm deep in it. Like, I, yeah. can, I can talk, like, now that I'm old, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can, to me, it's like yesterday, but I'm going, oh, I'm like, kind of like this historian of hip hop because I, I knew where I was at when I was hearing something and I was like buying That's, the tapes and looking at the credits. Yes. And, you know, like, here's what I used to do. <laughs> I used to, so when you used to go to Warehouse or whatever, like, we had to drive all the way to Key Harbor to Warehouse. I'd go find the tapes that had, sc- I'm, I'm dry snitching on myself right now, by the way. I had, I'd find the tapes that had screws in them. This is how dumb I, like, how crazy I was about how the music needed to sound. Uh-huh. I'd go home, I would dub it, and I would take the dubbed version and unscrew the tape and put the dubbed version in the tape so I'd have the real tape and go take it back and then get another one. Oh my and find gosh. The ones, so I'd go look at the ones with the screws in them because I that's knew I could one get of the, the actual real tape. That's one of the most intense things I've ever heard. Oh, I, I have dirt hustles for days. We had we did all kinds of stuff like that. But I respect like, that yeah. because not only, not only do, I don't know, we just had a musical household and I grew up playing a bunch of musical instruments. So I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm lucky. And I don't know, I just... I just love, I love music. I love hearing it. I, I hear it, you know, you hear, like you said, you hear the loops and you hear yeah, the dubs yeah. and you hear the rhythm and you hear, yeah. you can hear it, you hear the bass line. And right. You just listen to it on so many different levels. So hearing you say something like that, oh, I respect that because you, well, cause you're I deep to hear into the, it. I needed to hear that. And on a dub, you couldn't hear, it was all muggy and right. murky. Like, you so I wanted the real thing, you know? And it wasn't because I was trying to steal nothing or trying to get no. over, but I just, I didn't have money. Like I was, so you crave it. Yeah. You crave like it. I was literally a fiend. Yeah. So, but that's um, where I think the whole, you know, it's like once you hear something that just hits your ears properly, it's like you crave it. You have yeah. to have more, you have to search for more. Yeah. What's, what's something I think, what's something about you that people would be surprised to know that people would be surprised to know Oof, this is one of my go-to questions when i ask people things mm. oh i didn't and know. i've never even thought about it myself good to know that people would be surprised to know i'm very shy that's surprising yeah i think that's that might be surprising i get I'm, i overthink i get in my head and i'm very shy okay yeah. And that's probably like 99% of people. But still, right. Yeah. Because I, yeah. But I, I think for a TV person, you know, I think I've told people that before and they get surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that interesting. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you had, so going back to the Dilla thing, like you, you're, you mentioned your dad working at a radio station or something like that. Is there anything like, or is that your brother? Oh no. My, my dad was a teacher. Um, my brother was just a, he's just a a music guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's true. Like, and now I get it. And now I have to ask you because now I'm going through my head and I'm thinking about these albums that you hear and change your life. Mm -hmm. Like three feet high and rising. De La Soul. I heard that as I was literally, I mean, that came out in 89. I was six year, five years old. Changed my life. Yeah. Um, the roots things fall apart i heard that in 96 97 see, changed my life i stole that from my brother i would not give it back to him <laughs> see and i'm older like that to me was like their breakout album but i'm older so like for me it was um it was uh what's the blue one the second album was silent treatment and uh oh. distortion Static and god i can't think of it right now um right. but things fall apart was the the one the black one like that one was yeah. That was the one that like 
kind of was peak to me and then yeah. they like took off from there they like, took off that from was there. the one that was like but in terms were you gonna ask me like which one say like, like changed like, my life right like when you think or like slum village yeah my fantastic i'm the era before that so like boogie down productions uh, oh was, my gosh was, my brother used to listen to that all the yeah, time so that one like boogie down uh it takes a nation of millions to hold us back public enemy so that was probably one of okay. another one so those two so the way that i am and what i talk about and what i like that yes. formed my consciousness you know what i mean and so oh. that and that's why yeah. music is so beautiful it's yeah. so incredible because it's true I can think I don't even need to put that album on I can just think about an yeah. album and I know exactly where yep. I am yep and I can feel my childhood bedroom I can feel like <laughs> exactly. the feeling of the buttons on my boom box yeah, yeah. it's little things like that it, that stuff matters it's so great all right last thing I want to talk about before okay. we get into hot take okay. which is gonna be the fun part um, <laughs> Fashion, what, what, like in terms of fashion, I know a lot of people follow you for fashion and things like that. That's so sweet because like, I don't. Is that true? I don't know. I have no idea. I just post it because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is that something that was always something that you cared about or a lot, or do um, you, you like? I do feel like uh, we were talking about this uh, earlier. I, I, my mom was always really into fashion, um, and honestly, I. I don't really, it's not like she was walking around in Chanel or anything, Mm -hmm. but we would get the fashion magazine sent to our house. And I think it was sort of a bonding thing that my mom and I would sit at the dinner table and look at a Vogue that just came in and dream. Yeah. Um, and she, she always was just a put together lady. She had, you know, her nails done and her hair had to be a certain way. And she always... And I don't think it was to put on airs, but I think it was just she wanted to feel correct and yeah. feel ready for her day. And um, and maybe that's also maybe a part of that also is the costumey thing from theater. Like I just I love how you can put on clothes and just feel the way you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And maybe every day it's a little bit different, but it's such a fun little weird adventure that mm-hmm. you can just have for yourself yeah no it's it's, (laughs) i'm excited for these hot take questions oh i'm excited too are you ready for hot take okay (laughs) all right so podcast hot takes hot takes in nature yeah yeah hot takes all right so (laughs) here we go can't cheat i'm not cheating (laughs) i didn't even see it trust me all right okay so hot take you got to pick one and it's like this or that type questions. Okay. And, you know, there might be... Do I need to explain my reasoning behind them? Or do you just want the Not answer? Not really, but most people kind of do anyway. Okay. Just, right. It's a natural thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Mustard or ketchup? Ketchup. Period. I... Hmm. Okay. Um, ketchup on everything, but not on everything, actually. Now that I, I take that back. My dad used to put ketchup on macaroni and cheese. That's, that's gross. Nasty. It's gross. Yeah, that's but not it. But ketchup on a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ketchup yeah. On, yeah, ketchup okay. for me. So ketchup, okay. Black or blue? Black. That was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I only always wear black. I purposely didn't wear black today. That, that is true. I see <laughs> that. Wearing green. <laughs> um, too hot or too cold? Oh. oh um, Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too, well... Ah, okay. Too hot, most mostly. I hate being cold. I hate being cold too, but you can't do anything about being too hot. But I'm not trying to change your mind. But See, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, but hot. if I'm working out, like if I'm running at Green Lake, yeah, I'd rather be too cold okay. because to me it's like air conditioning. Okay. Because I'm about to get hot anyway. Okay. 
But yesterday we were at Lumen Field for the Sounders game, and I don't know, I got caught in a, I got caught in a wind tunnel or something, and I was cold <laughs> for the next like three hours. I hate being cold. It's like, the worst. It's a joke in my family. Like I'm the coldest person on earth. Like I'm always cold. Always cold. <laughs> me yeah. too. So this last spring was not fun for me. No, like, I was it was hard in June, and yeah, that's constantly and heated blankets, heated <laughs> yeah. everything. All right, Halloween or New Year's? Halloween. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Halloween. Anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed. I have already started planning my Halloween costume. Wow. Okay, so it's probably pretty elaborate, I imagine. I, every year it has to be because okay. I have no chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've no, I <laughs> like, I know this about you. Um, all right, singing or dancing? Last one. Mm, no, that's so hard. Dancing. Dancing? Over singing. What? Is there any reason? Um. First of all, no one wants to hear me sing, period. Second of all, do you feel like you have a good voice? Do you have a good singing voice? No, I think I can carry a tune. Okay, but it's not anything special. But dancing is just so natural, and it actually makes me sad when people are scared to dance. If anyone takes one thing away from this podcast, actually, now that I think about it, dance. Yeah, yeah. It feels so good to move your body, and I think about it too. Have you ever seen when someone puts on music and like a little baby will dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one teaches us how to dance. We're just we are mo- we are pushed to move our body. It's yep, like yep. the most beautiful thing. Yep. No, that's okay. Well, you you've passed hot take, Yay! so congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, and so if people want to follow you, how do they find you and all that good stuff? So find me. Uh, I am on air on Fox 13 for Good Day Seattle every weekday, Monday through Friday, five to ten a.m. Um, I appreciate anyone who wakes up and will do that. Um, Instagram at Liz Dewicky. That's D U E W E K E. I always spell it. It's a lot of E's. Mm-hmm. Just when in doubt, add an E. Um, and then, yeah, at Liz Dewicky on Twitter, on Facebook, all that good stuff. All right. Well, and cool. TikTok. Oh, I forgot. I oh, just had. I, I started a TikTok during the pandemic. I forgot about it. I love TikTok. It's, it's great. kind of addicting. Yeah, I love TikTok. Yeah. All right. So you're on TikTok too. Yeah. All right. So everyone, the links will be down below. And. That's all we got for today. Thanks for joining us. I am so grateful we'll for you. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Same. was fun. Thank you for joining. All right. We'll see y'all later next week. Hit the subscribe button. It's really easy. It's free. And You should do that, definitely. Yeah, definitely do that. More content to come. All right. Peace, Bye. y'all. Bye.